Broadcasting from the point where sports meets faith, it's Benson and those guys. Now here's your host, Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester. Benson and those guys brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Broadcasting from the BTG Studios, a very self-named, self-appointed BTG Studios in downtown Rochester. I'm here with those guys, Dan, Zach, Darren, and on the way in to the studio, we caught Shane. Pastor Shane was on his phone, his 1983, I mean, he had a flip phone. So (laughs) we're now going to refer to him as flip phone. Did that thing have a rotary dial on the front of it? Because it... It does. I, I'm starting to learn how to text message using a rotary dial. It's uh, do you, do you know it's 2014 now? 2014. Yeah. No. Okay. No. It is. Okay. So get yourself to the Verizon store, <laughs> pick out a new phone, and, and put that flip phone in the in the Smithsonian where it belongs. It's got to be worth something nowadays, though. It, it might to somebody who maybe in some other country that has no phone technology <laughs> at all. Hey, I got good news. Out of the NFL. The NFL is just uh, dying for some good news to come over. And here's an interesting story, and I am, I'm going to wreck their name. Dan, you told me how to pronounce it just a minute or two ago, but Mayaki... Kimiato. Kimiato. We'll go with that. Uh, gives a kidney to his brother, Kimiato, uh, who had quit football after the 2012 season, so he could donate a kidney to his ailing brother. Now, here's one of the good things about that. Uh, he played for the Baltimore Ravens while his brother was also an NFL player with the Pittsburgh Steelers. His brother, Chris, was forced to retire after the 2011 season. And here's some of the quotes that he says. He couldn't play anymore, and I didn't want to be in a position where he couldn't play, but I'd keep playing. As soon as my brother's health was at risk, I wanted to stop everything. I'm the oldest of seven kids, and it's my responsibility to take care of my younger brothers and sisters. If my younger siblings need blood, it'll be my blood. If they need a kidney, it'll have to be my kidney. Now, let me ask you guys. How many of you would give up your kidney and your career for your brother or sister? I'd be glad to. Uh, I don't know about that. This is where this is where the honesty sets in. See, now I know Darren and Zach pretty well, uh, I, and I want to hear what they have to say. I would. I, I I think that I would. I as long as they can sedate me, I'd have to be awake for it. They can take whatever my brother or my sister need. Yeah, same goes for me. I uh, wouldn't hesitate. I'd be right there. Uh, it's good hearing this story coming out out of the NFL. I, I love my brother. I do, but I mean, giving up your career for somebody—that's that's a lot, especially an NFL career like that. Whatever, however you pronounce that guy's last name, he is a good dude. Like, that's a that's a good that's, story. It's an amazing story. I I applaud that guy because I believe I would. But you know, when it really comes down to it, man, that's a tough decision. Wow, you're you're giving up playing in the NFL, something people dream about from you know the first time that they see an NFL game as children. Like that, that's amazing. You gave up being a professional athlete for your yeah, brother. That's, that's a big that's thing. Cool. I'd be going down the list with my sister. And, and, you know, is there anybody else? Okay, do we have a third or fourth cousin? Any Anybody else? Do you know any friends from work that could possibly do this thing? Yeah, going back to last week, you know, we had talked about how there's more important things than football. And, you know, this family gets it. Uh, you know, his brother's life is far more important than his career in the NFL, and, and he proved it. Okay, we're trying to be humorous, and you're like, there's more important things than football. <laughs> yeah, we all know that. It's trying to be funny. 
Man, Shane, flip phone, cut it out. <laughs> the Broncos. The Broncos have a petition that Phil Sims would no longer be a part of broadcasts of any Broncos game. Obviously still holding bitterness for the victory by the New York football giants. Fans in Denver have started an online petition that has more than 30,000 signatures <laughs> at this point. That's awesome. Now, I, I can get down with it a little bit because here's how Phil said, look, I don't mean to root against Denver, but... Now, listen, if you're on a national TV broadcast, I don't want to root against Denver, but that's going to get the back of people's head. You know, that's going to stand up there. That's going to get people a little excited. Listen, I don't want to root against your team, but but I don't think I would sign that petition, and I don't think it's completely warranted. I mean, what do you think their chances are getting Phil Simms off the Broncos broadcast. I'll tell you, it's zero, and here's why: because the Broncos are the one of the number one attractions in the AFC, and Phil and Jim Nance are the number one team in CBS. They cover most of the AFC games. It's not going to happen. By the way, the Broncos are undefeated when Sims calls games as of last year, so I think they might want to keep them there. It's Zach's, uh, Zach's job to bring useless stats, Dan. It was, it was good, though. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I had done like so many shows today. It's ridiculous. <laughs> There's a picture in the paper of Phil Sims. This is going back to Super Bowl Twenty One. Phil Sims leaping into the arms of the great Brad Benson as he sits there celebrating that victory. But here is one. They just ripped uh, Sims to shreds here. He's, his skewed, biased, and more often than not, irrational banter is enough to make me turn the TV down and listen to radio as I watch the game. It sounds like Zach talking about someone like John Cruck or something. Zach's one of the biggest haters of the uh, the announcers on TV I've ever met. Well, they get paid to cover games. If they're doing a poor job of it, somebody's got to let them know. I, as, as, I want to be on the record saying I am a Phil Simms fan. I do enjoy listening to him call games. And I, I don't think that they'll get him taken off Broncos games, but I think it would be stupid if they do. I agree. Obviously, the best quarterback who ever played the game, bringing the Giants to victory in the Super Bowl. <laughs> You're an idiot. I wonder where these Giants fans come from. Oh, I can tell you. <laughs> He's definitely the best quarterback named Sims to ever play the game. You're absolutely right. Ooh. Did you guys see this? A Swiss goalie. A, a, well, I don't know if he was a goalie. Uh, uh, in a lower league, Swiss football league, they're going to investigate a report that some of its fans ur- urinated in a water bottle that a rival goalkeeper then drank from. <laughs> now, that's fans gone that's, wild right there. I guess up. he is a goalie. But there they are. They told uh, the newspaper that he thought his first, at first he thought his drink was just simply warmed by the sun. He called the prank crude and disgraceful. <laughs> Uh, fans in the crowd, about 500 people, reportedly persuaded a ball boy to pass them his bottle. <laughs> hey, psst, give me this bottle. Give me that bottle. Who thinks to do that? Like that's Swiss hor- soccer fans. That's horrible. What do you do? You got to check your life choices if if that's what you're doing to somebody. I'm gonna pee in his water bottle. Like that's really really messed up. I, I know I'm laughing. I'm glad it didn't happen to me. But man, that. That that that's terrible. I, I would be I would be saying a lot harsher things than what that goalkeeper said. First of all, that ball boy is now unemployed, I'm assuming. Second of all, there are no goalies in football. There are only goalies in soccer. 
this is not you. I was totally confused. You're like, this is a this was a goalie, and then you're like, in a football game, you had me completely confused. I'm, well, I think I'm just um, too American for this. Well, listen, we are post World Cup. I am now educated. Uh, it is not. It's not soccer anymore. It's football. I am. I. That's what we're talking about here. This is an intelligent show with intelligent people. I, I think we've already proved that to be untrue. <laughs> Hey, I, I got to ask you guys, what would you do in this case? Maybe you remember this cat. Um, what's, what's his name here? Kim. Uh, Anthony Kim. He withdrew from the 2012 Wells Fargo Championship after shooting a first-round 74 and hasn't played since. He walked off that uh, that championship round. He walked off because of tendonitis in his left arm. He was going to get that heel. Then he tore his Achilles. Uh, about six weeks weeks later, and it's not returned to the game of golf because allegedly there is an insurance policy that pays him ten million, and though some say it's closer to twenty million, if he has a career en- ending injury, and Kim is alleged to have said, "If I take one swing on the tour, the policy is voided." So you are a professional golfer, Darren. You're a bit of a golfer. Um, if yeah. you are a professional golfer, you get hurt. You've got this policy. Let's say it's somewhere between ten and twenty million dollars. If you return to the tour, it's voided. What do you do? I I don't know. Me personally, I, I've never seen that amount of money. I've never been offered that amount of money, so I don't know. But I, I'm just saying this from a competitive standpoint. I mean, how how are you walking away like that? Could you see someone like Tiger Woods with the drive that he has to just walk away because he can he gets a nice payday from it? Like, no, these real athletes. Real competitors want to compete. I mean, I, this guy's shameful, if you ask me. Like, get back out there and play the game. Well, now think about it. Tiger Woods is probably very confident he's going to win tours and win matches and, and make a lot of money. Maybe Anthony Kim isn't. S- still, though, I mean, you're a professional golfer. You are one of the best at that sport in the world if you're on the tour. There's a chance to win. We the Guys that we've never heard of win a tournament here and there all the time, like, you don't want to at least throw your hat in the ring and try like that. I don't know. I, I don't know, Dan. That's one of those "what would you do" situations that I kind of I like to think I would do this. Oh, I'd, I'd want to do the thing of integrity. I want to play, and I, I'd I take wanna, the money and run. I, but I think that's what I would do. <laughs> I think I, you'd have to. You'd have to. You'd be stupid not to. It's it's life changing money, guys. That's a lot the heck of with money. the drive. That's so selfish. You know what? If they're gonna pay you that much, walk, run, and you give your ten percent to church. Do whatever you gotta do. But come on, man. Let's let's use our heads here. Don't these guys, if they make the cut or get come in whatever place they get a pretty good check from yeah but not, golf. not not that much no i mean i'll take my chances with the with the 10 million dollars <laughs> well, rather than trying to earn 100 here 50 here 20 here 10 here five here two here no yeah, but you're you're making okay let's say you make you have a ten thousand dollar payday which is crap money compared to 20 million but you made ten thousand dollars for four days worth of golf like that's a pretty awesome life, if you ask me. Now, yeah, yeah. twenty million can give you an occasionally. Awesome yeah, occasionally, right? I think I'd rather play the sport for a living. Yeah, you could make that much for making the cut for four days of work, or you could make twenty million and sit on your couch. I, I would absolutely. I'm with Dan. I take the money and run. I'll build my old golf course and play there as much as I want. Yeah, that's exactly right. With with that kind of money, I'm point. playing golf pretty regularly. I can bring you losers out with me and, and feel as competitive as I want to feel and feel pretty good if I win and if I lose, I don't care. I got twenty million dollars. This is all loser talk. You're all losers. You just you don't want to compete. 
Okay. I don't need to compete. I just want to get paid. I've had enough co- competition in my life. It's time to earn some cash. Cha-ching. Well, and, you know, offer me $20 million, and I, I, you know, I could change my mind very quickly, but this is just me talking right now without $20 million in my face. Yeah, and we want you to stop doing that if you would. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have seen the, the, the season, the baseball season is drawing quickly to a close. The end of Derek Jeter's career, he's, you know, the last homestand is currently going. And then there's a couple of games in Boston, and, and, and that's it. Have you seen the the Gatorade ad with him in uh, in the Bronx? He gets out of the cab and yeah. walks around. Man, I love it. It's orchestrated, but I love it. I, I could be biased, but I think it's the greatest commercial I've ever seen. Yeah, I, it, that's a pretty good one. It just, you know, we've said on this show for a while. We're going back pretty much to the end of May. I think we were talking that we saw the Yankees. Listen, they're a 500 baseball team. That's what they are. You get into that part of the year, you get into June, and what you have at that point is what you are. And they are a 500 ball club. So you want to see Derek Jeter go out well. It's not going to. I think reports were, I think, Zach, you might have even told me this, that he had played in one game in his career that didn't have any meaning. At that point, the Yankees were eliminated. Now, they were eliminated in more games than that. Simply, that he was hurt or whatever the case. But he's only played in one game that didn't matter. Well, he's going to play in a few this year. But you want to see him go out. I mean, the other night he ended an 0 for 28 skid. 0 for 28. That's the second worst in his career. Mm-hmm. Now, aren't, weren't you just hoping that he would go out a little bit better than this? I kind of expected him to go out better than he did, and that's probably naive considering his age and, you know, father time's undefeated. But, I mean, it's Derek Jeter. He always comes through in the clutch, right? He always comes through when the lights are the brightest. And this year, just, he hasn't. Yeah, guys batting 250, a lot of guys left on base. It's a tough spot. Believe it or not, Darren, I think that's one of the first things you've said that was not unreasonable. <laughs> because I've expected him to do the same thing, too. You think back to a couple of years ago, he had, by his standards, a very down year. People thought he was done then. He went on the disabled list. He came back. He had the 3,000th hit game and went on a tear, hit like 300. You always think it's Derek Jeter. He'll turn it around. He'll do something. And it, you know, I think he's shown that it, you know, it, is, it is time to hang him up. But um, I, almost, I really hope that because Boston is even more out of it than the Yankees are, that in that last series to finish here in Boston, that they'll maybe not throw him meatballs, but allow him to get a few hits, get on base a few times. I, oh no, that's terrible! You don't want nobody wants no. to go out getting allowed a couple I, I, of hits. You cheater doesn't want that either. No. They, got killed, they got killed for it during the uh, All Star game for allowing him to hit a double. I think was it. Uh, I forgot who it was who was pitching to him. Adam Wainwright, who kind of yeah. who said he, he may have grooved one. We don't know if he did or not. Jeter's having one of the worst, I mean, if not the worst year of his career, and he's going down, but he's, he's not like in a, in a way like Willie Mays where he was fumbling over himself in center field for the Mets. I mean, but we we talked to Joe Sheehan in the press box earlier this week. Joe Sheehan's been a baseball writer for 20 years. He writes for SI. He says that every metric possible points to the fact that Derek Jeter is the worst shortstop in baseball. But the Yankees have kept him there. He shouldn't be hitting the two-hole, but the Yankees have kept him there. He'll never look bad. No matter what, no matter how bad these numbers are, the Yankees aren't going to the playoffs, and nobody's going to care. He'll he's never looked sloppy, and that's the important thing. His numbers are mediocre, but I mean, for the end of his career, for a guy who played shortstop his entire career, for the position he's played, yeah, I can take it. I can live with it. I was talking to somebody earlier today. What a treat in our lifetime! How many careers do you see like Derek Jeter's career, where a guy has played for one team? The guy has won as much as he has. The guy has stayed out of the papers in a negative light. Not a lot of controversies. 
the guy has just had one of those careers that you see very rarely in pro sports. And we've had a chance in our lifetime, and I'm a little older than you guys, but um, to see some tremendous athletes, guys that were head and shoulders above the game, guys like Michael Jordan, guys like uh, Wayne Gretzky, guys like Kobe Bryant, uh, Derek Jeter, uh, who not maybe the very best athlete even on his own team, but wins. And what a career. I've seen... Uh, I've I've lost count of how many Red Sox fans even I've I've heard come out and say Derek Jeter deserved better than this for his last year. Like these are Red Sox fans who hate Yankees and hate the Yankees. Even they're saying Derek Jeter deserved better. He he's a class act. He's he's great for the game of baseball, and that that tells you all you really need to know right there. Yeah, I'm I'm going with with Dan though on this is that. You know, this season is forgettable for him, but his career is not forgettable. You know, where anybody who is a fan of baseball is going to look back and remember Derek Jeter for the special things that he did throughout baseball. And, you know, it's I was thinking about him retiring um, and I was just thinking, you know, he's one of the last baseball players still playing from my childhood. And when you originally got that flip phone, that when I first got the flip phone back in 1985, you know, and. Um, you know, yeah, it's a bad season, but what a career he's had. Derek Jeter for me is one of those guys that I've gone to see the Yankees in other cities a lot. And he's one of those guys that even fans of the other team are pointing him out to their kids. Look, look, you know, little Johnny, that's Derek Jeter, you know, and, and he's even fans of the other team that wanted to see the Yankees get destroyed. were excited to be able to say that they had seen him play. You know, when my grandpa he was a huge Yankees fan, and he, he used to tell me how he got to see you know Mickey Mantle play and, and guys like that. I'm going to be telling my son, I got to see Derek Jeter play. And, you know, I get hated on by Yankees fans for even saying this, but I would argue, I'd probably lose, I understand that, but I would argue that Derek Jeter could be the best Yankee of all time. Now, that sounds crazy, I know, and but he does have the most hits and blah, blah, blah. I could get into all that. He's at least in the conversation of greatest Yankee of all time. No one can argue that. And I saw someone say that when they heard Derek Jeter was going to retire, that they got kicked in their childhood. And it's true. I'm 30 years old. The guy's been playing for 20 years. He's He's been in a Yankee uniform for more than half my life. Like, it, it stinks to see him go. Yeah, he's in the conversation. I wouldn't say he's the best Yankee ever, but he's in the conversation. I'll give you that. Uh, that's one of those conversations you can't win. Great career. No. Hate to see it end. You know, mm-hmm. it's just one of those guys you hate to see that officially concludes the Yankee era, but it's time to move on to another era of something else, and there's just nothing yeah. for the Yankees you on the horizon. S- you saw a lot of these 3,000 hitters, like 3,000 hit hitters get old. Like George Brett looked old when he retired. Mm-hmm. Wade Boggs looked old when he retired. Derek Jeter still looks like he can play another 20 years as far as like the way he looks. He still looks young. Derek Jeter's got the name that sounds young, but he is up there. He's in his 40s. You know, It's time to move on, and he hasn't played very well this year, but he doesn't look sloppy on the way out the door, and that's the important thing. Yeah, he's one of those good-looking guys. Guys like us are able to hide our age they they look at us. They know right. we're athletic. They know we look like we can play. <laughs> Still get ID'd um, for buying milk. Exactly right. I girls, have a feeling, Benson. You know gr- it. Yep. You and I. The girls come up to us all the time. We have to disappoint. I have to show my hand, oh, my yeah. left hand, my yep. ring on it. Right. Yep. Yep. And Derek Jeter has, has got the same misfortune that we have right. with youthful good looks. It's a curse. Yeah. yeah. yeah you hey, you're listening really to Benson. Youthful. Stop talking now. <laughs> You're listening to Benson on those and and those guys, yeah, right, on ESPN Rochester. 
The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14623. Ameriprise Financial Services, Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and Those Guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. Serving Rochester for over 25 years, Town & Country Pest Solutions team of knowledgeable professionals can make your pest problem a thing of the past. Alligators, ants, bedbugs, snakes, yellow jackets, Town & Country Pest Solutions does it all. Take back your home and put your mind at ease. Call Town & Country today at 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing. Nothing but God. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service home remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows for interior and exterior remodels. No one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070, 585-402-1070, or visit them at www.mcafeeremodeling.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy, located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. You're invited to join Benson this November in the Dominican Republic as part of SCORE International's annual baseball outreach. Your life will be impacted as you help with daily baseball clinics and share the love of Jesus Christ, as well as delivering humanitarian assistance to the needful people of the Dominican Republic. This five-day mission trip includes morning and evening worship services, testimonies from professional ball players, and your choice of daily afternoon ministry opportunities in addition to the morning clinics. The trip departs from Rochester on Sunday, November 9th and returns Thursday, November 13th. Cost is $595 plus airfare, so you can expect the total cost to be around $1,200. The price includes meals, lodging, ground transportation, and airport transfers. Past trips have featured participation from such men as New York Yankee greats Mariana Rivera and Andy Pettit, former NL Rookie of the Year Chris Coughlin, Lou Pinella, Ian Kennedy, Gary Carter, Brett Butler, and many others. Former Atlanta Braves outfielder Otis Nixon is planning to be part of this year's trip. If you're a baseball fan who has wanted to experience the impact of a short-term missions trip, you won't want to miss this one. Contact Benson through our website, www www.btgprogram.com for more information. Pastor Shane here, one of those guys. I wanted to take a second to invite you and your family to the 5th Annual Fall Festival at my church, Park Ridge Free Methodist Church, located at 10 Straub Road in Greece, New York, on September 21st from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. It is a free event that includes free food, bouncy houses, crafts, and much more. You can find more information at parkridgefmc.org or call the church at 585-227-0990. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys. 
brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You can find us on the web, btgprogram.com, or follow us on Twitter, at btgprogram. And I pledge to you, at some point during this show, we will have an explanation for whatever it was Zach was talking about in goalie football joke. Uh, <laughs> went completely over my head. I didn't get it. Did anybody else understand it? Well, you said that the, you started out by saying the story was about a goalie. Okay, nobody and then you else said got in a football it. game. It, it was just, confusing. Just stop! It was horrible. <laughs> let it die. It's, let it die. It's death. We can't save that thing. I do want to give you an update though on the sudden change challenge. We talked a couple of weeks ago uh, to David Nelson, wide receiver of the New York Jets, and last week I gave you the report that the Buffalo Bills had won the 2013. They were in the lead. Well, the the website is now updated, reflecting the 2014 leadership. Basically, how this works is if you pledge money, you can pledge it under a certain team and say, well, you know, I want to donate $100. The money goes towards uh, kids in Haiti and his ministry, I'm Me. It is SuddenChangeChallenge.com. And once again, the Buffalo Bills uh, are in the lead leading the New York Jets, and in third place are the San Francisco 49ers. There are not many statistics here or or whatever competitions where you're going to have the Buffalo Bills in first, the Jets in second, and the 49ers in third. But you can give SuddenChangeChallenge.com, make a donation, put it under your favorite team. Perhaps it's the Bills, perhaps it's the Steelers, or perhaps you are of great wisdom and you root for the Giants. <laughs> do we have John with us? Yes, we do. Joining us now is John Zeller. He is the executive director for Score International. You'll remember we have had uh, Don Gordon on with us uh, once or twice. Uh, this ministry very special to me. Truly an honor to have John join us now in the town and country phone lines. John, John, thanks for joining us. When I touched base with you just a few weeks ago, you were getting on a plane for the Dominican Republic. Man, how many yeah, times do you end up there? Yeah, we were down in the Dominican Republic for a few days uh, with a medical group and. So I uh, stay pretty busy, and and uh, it's a great ministry, and God's doing a lot of great things there. How many times do you end up going to the Dominican a year? To the Dominican Republic, I'd go probably eight to ten times a year. Costa Rica, about four to six, and Panama a couple of times, and Argentina a couple of times. So I stay pretty busy. That's a lot of traveling. Unless they've changed it, there's still only 12 months in a year, so that's... That's a couple of trips a month, if my math is right. Yeah, it, it, it gets pretty busy, but uh, these are good days. You know, we lost our founder, Ron Bishop, back in June, and uh, we're into our 31st year, and um, so the ministry keeps moving on. Yeah, I mentioned that uh, score international is special to me, and, you know, it's because I've seen firsthand how God has worked through SCORE. Can you share with us uh, the primary focus of SCORE's ministry? Well, SCORE started out in 1984. actually signed the paperwork, but we took our first trip in 1985. It was we're a sports minister. We use sports as a way to share Christ, our Redeemer Enterprises. That's what SCORE stands for. And uh, we were, back in those days, uh, we were taking basketball teams primarily, college basketball athletes overseas. And then it just developed into all kinds of sports, soccer, volleyball. We've had... Uh, tennis, uh, golf teams. Uh, we were basically a sports minister. There's two things everybody's crazy about, Rick, in the world, and that's music and sports. And usually those two areas, you're going to be able to reach a lot of people. So 
it's our primary emphasis still today, even though we travel many more than athletes, but it's still what we do, and we engage people in short-term trips. And, and actually, it's our, um, our mission statement is to glorify God through missions in obedience to the Great Commission. That's what we do. Yeah, you, you know, you mentioned music and sports, and, you know, I get it. The, the gospel goes forward, and I'm always impressed at how much ministry is woven through SCORE, but I'm just going to get in a flesh in a minute. A couple of years ago when I was on a trip with you, and Andy Pettit and Jeremy Camp were, you know, on the same stage. I got to tell you, yeah. that was pretty hip. Yeah, that was a, that was an unusual time. It worked out just great. And, uh, you know, uh, those guys, you know, it, it, both those guys, we didn't know. We knew Andy Pettit was well-known. We didn't know how well-received Jeremy Camp was. But uh, you remember how full that gymnasium was that night yeah. in that arena. It was uh, packed out. They loved they love Jeremy Camp. Yeah, that that was a lot of fun. Hey, God, God mm-hmm. has certainly prepared you for what you do with SCORE. I know you've been an AD, you've been a coach, uh, recreational outreach director for a large church. Uh, what's mm-hmm. been the biggest challenge, though, since taking over SCORE that's really caused you to lean on the Lord? Well, one of the things that uh, ministry like ours, we're a faith-based operation, so uh Everybody raises their support, including the executive director. And, um, you know, then you have ministry, and we, you know, our facilities, we have facilities in Costa Rica, Dominican Republic. Probably the biggest thing is just uh, Ron Bishop was such, our founder was such a great visionary, produced uh, a lot of things, but one of the best things he was, he was a great fundraiser and could sell the ministry to people to give and. You know, that's probably the thing I've got to lean on right now more than anything. I don't consider myself a great fundraiser, but I also believe this, that God pays for what he orders. And I think if we just be faithful and obedient, if we stay faithful to his word and doing what we, God, set us up for our ministry to do, and that's to uh, saturate wherever we go the people with the gospel and uh, make every man, woman, and child uh, have a understanding of that gospel as best we can, then I think God's going to supply that. But we miss our founder greatly, and um, he uh, he raised the bar high. And so we're moving forward. We had a great year this past year, and uh, looking forward to great things in this new year. I know it's still fairly recent since Ron uh, went home to be with Jesus, and I know he was your good friend. Can you Share with us maybe one story where uh, Ron Bishop impacted your life and maybe even the impact you've seen him make on the lives of so many others. Yeah, I I met Ron in 1971 when I went to college at Tennessee Temple University in Chattanooga. And he was actually the soccer coach then. He was also the baseball coach. I played both sports, soccer and baseball. You could kind of do that at those small schools back then. Even nowadays, that's kind of tough to do, but the way everything's gotten so uh, different. and But I met Ron in 1971 and played soccer, but I'll never forget when I met him, he, he made a statement to me, and uh, I, I, I say this all the time. He, he said to me one day on the practice field, you know, hustle makes up for mistakes. And I know that doesn't have deep spiritual roots, but it really is uh, – one of the things that Ron impacted me, and that is, you got to work hard, you got to keep going, you don't quit, 
And uh, even if you make some set setback, you know, you make a mistake or you do something, uh, you just keep on going. You know, you got to keep hustling. And that was Ron was really that way as a as a Christian. He was just a tremendous hustler for God. He never quit. He never gave up. He he was you know he went at it 100 miles an hour every day. And uh, that to me, when I when I heard that, and then I saw his life and. He was a guy that just inspired me as a Christian. Uh, he was, he was, you know, loved athletics, coaching, and uh, then turned around and and really had a heart for the lost and sharing the gospel through sports. After having been on a number of trips and seeing you, um, you have a heart for missions, and and it's so evident in your love of the Lord. Um, can you tell us when you? You first came to know Christ as your Savior and share your testimony with our listeners? Yeah, I was born in Ephrata, Pennsylvania, uh, right around the Amish country. My, we grew up right outside of Lebanon, uh, a little town called Newmanstown. And I remember one day, uh, one Sunday morning, I was nine, nine years old, and man, God just pricked my heart. I accepted Christ when I was nine. And, um, Later on, a few years, got baptized and, and um, you know, continued growing. And then I knew once I got into high school, I wanted to get into coaching. And uh, I uh, little did I know what God had prepared for me, but went into coaching for about 30 years. And then, uh, you know, uh, just here I am today, and just God has taken me and weaved my life and given me opportunities to serve him and, you know, I, I kind of dedicated my life when I was a sophomore in college and just said, God, I'll volunteer. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. And uh, I'm, I'm one of those guys, Rick, that uh, volunteered. So I heard a preacher one time said, God will take volunteers, and that's me. I volunteered, and God took me and took me through all kinds of great experiences. I've truly been blessed to live a life uh, Got to do a lot of things. I love athletics. There's 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 some things that I got to have to make my life go, and that's athletics and ministry. You put those two things together, uh, I can I can function in that environment a little bit. So I just praise God for that, and just thank for how He's moved in my life. I got a great wife of 38 years and two children, six grandchildren, and God's been uh, has certainly blessed my wife and I. Oh, Amen. Hey, you know, I'm doing this show. I've got some football fans here, but I personally believe God's more of a baseball fan. Can you confirm that? I, I think he's a Yankees fan <laughs> specifically. Would you agree? Well, I, I say this a lot. I coached high school and college baseball, and I know a football coach coaches will do the same, but I always say this when I do chapels for college and pro guys. You know, when you, when you put the greatest man that ever walked on the earth, Jesus, with the greatest game ever played, baseball, you can have some great things happen. <laughs> yeah, I know that baseball outreach, and we've been promoting that a little bit here on the show, uh, certainly on our website. People can find out about it. But can you describe what that November baseball outreach trip is all about? Well, it's funny, Rick. You've been there and you understand it. We'd like to say we we haven't figured it out ourselves. And we bring a lot of high school, college, pro coaches, athletes, pro athletes, uh, Last year, we were blessed to have uh, Brett Butler, Lou Pinella, 
we always have some outstanding coaches down there, high school, college, and pro guys. Danny Schaefer's been there numerous times. And, and uh, But it, it's really uh, the, the primary thing is to go out and do baseball clinics. Dominican Republic, you know, 67% of all minor and major league baseball players are Latin. So, you know, you can say, well, that's not right or that's not good, but you can use baseball as a tool to uh, do some clinics, gather them up, share the good news of Jesus Christ. Because they're trying to get off that island. That's why they play. And they want to get off that island because they got to eat. And uh, they get signed by a pro team and they get a chance to eat. So it's a... Uh, it's a great time. We have teaching time, so sometimes we think, I don't know if it's a Bible conference, if it's a men's fellowship, if it's a baseball outreach, but and then ministry. We do ministry every day. We get back from the, we do the clinics in the morning. We get back in the afternoon, send people out to do ministry events, go to our homes for our boys or girls or Lily's house, the ministry to get the ladies off the street. We, we just have a number of things that we... Uh, Participate in humanitarian works. We pass out a lot of food, clothing. We got we got water, pure water ministry now going. Water at work. So we got all kinds of things, and that's what we take the people out and experience the ministry and and sharing that good news of Jesus Christ. You know, it's funny to hear you say that. I've I have a hard time explaining to people, and I, when I tell them, I say, you know, I think you'd really enjoy this trip. I know it'll impact you, but I never know whether to tell them it's a missions trip or a men's conference because it's a little of both. And and mm-hmm. the humility you see it when you're you're alongside a Lupinella or or an Andy Pettit, and they're just they're out there doing the same thing you are, just telling people about Jesus. It is so mind blowing. And then you come back and and you have church in the morning and and in the evening, and you're just worshiping alongside these guys. And just to see their heart for Christ is always yeah. impacted me. It really is, Rick. We you know we have Walt Wiley used to be the a chap on the Atlanta Braves back to when the Braves in the 90s when they were moving pretty well, going to the playoffs every year. Uh, Walt's a great speaker for men. We have uh, Jerry Gillis, pastor of the chapel in Buffalo, coming back. Steve Berger, the uh, pastor of Jeremy Camp, and uh, he'll be there for a couple of days. We just have a wonderful group of teachers and uh there's always testimonies or so. Otis Nixon's coming this year, so he'll be able to tell that story about that famous catch and the playoffs and all the things there and share his testimony as well. Well, John, I want to thank you for coming on. I love your ministry. I think I want to encourage our listeners. You can go to SCORE International's website. They are it's more than just a baseball outreach. They will take short-term mission trips and on that island of the Dominican Republic. And it doesn't just stop there, but there they have such a tremendous ministry. You heard John talk about some of the different things they're involved in and getting women off the streets uh, from prostitution and giving them jobs and training. John, it's an unbelievable ministry. Thanks for coming on tonight, and um, I look forward to seeing you in November. That'd be great, Rick. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you for what you're doing, using the tools you have and the platform you have to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys on ESPN Rochester. Guys, let me ask you this. I know you all like pizza, right? I love it. 
Yeah, everybody loves pizza. I love that deep, love dish, deep dish pizza, Chicago style in particular. Do you? I love that stuff. Well, I can that, eat it all day for every meal. Well, I just happen to have in my hand Pizzeria Uno. You're probably familiar with the yeah, place. The, well, yeah, Chicago's best. Chicago's best. <laughs> if you get a pizza from there, take your family out. This is a challenge. This is a homework assignment for all of you who are listening to my voice between Sunday, September 21st, and Thursday, September 25th, if you go to the Victor Henrietta Webster Pizzeria Uno, you 20% will go towards Athletes in Action. Now, there is, there is a catch. you got to go to our website, and you got to print out the flyer and bring it to them so that they know where to give the money. But that will support Athletes in Action. Now, by the way, you aren't getting the discount. It goes to Athletes in Action. You all make a lot of money that I'm sitting here with. You guys make lots of money. You can go Pizzeria Uno. Get yourself a pizza. Uh, by the way, on Tuesday, kids eat free if they're under 12. There's a lot more than just pizza, but the money goes to help Athletes in Action. Coming up later in the broadcast, you're going to hear a little bit more about Athletes in Action and some of the ministries that they are involved in. Sunday, September 21st to Thursday, September 25th, get yourself out to Pizzeria Uno and get yourself a pizza. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town and Country Pest Solutions. Serving Rochester for over 25 years, Town and Country Pest Solutions team of knowledgeable professionals can make your pest problem a thing of the past. Alligators, ants, bedbugs, snakes, yellow jackets, Town and Country Pest Solutions does it all. Take back your home and put your mind at ease. Call Town and Country today at 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town and Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing. But God. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. You're invited to join Benson this November in the Dominican Republic as part of SCORE International's annual baseball outreach. Your life will be impacted as you help with daily baseball clinics and share the love of Jesus Christ, as well as delivering humanitarian assistance to the needful people of the Dominican Republic. This five-day missions trip includes morning and evening worship services, testimonies from professional ball players, and your choice of daily afternoon ministry opportunities in addition to the morning clinics. The trip departs from Rochester on Sunday, November 9th and returns Thursday, November 13th. Cost is $595.00 plus airfare, so you can expect the total cost to be around $1,200. The price includes meals, lodging, ground transportation, and airport transfers. Past trips have featured participation from such men as New York Yankee greats Mariano Rivera and Andy Pettit, former NL Rookie of the Year Chris Coughlin, Lou Pinella, Ian Kennedy, Gary Carter, Brett Butler, and many others. Former Atlanta Braves outfielder Otis Nixon is planning to be part of this year's trip. If you're a baseball fan who has wanted to experience the impact of a short-term missions trip, you won't want to miss this one. Contact Benson through our website, www www.btgprogram.com for more information. Pastor Shane here, one of those guys. I wanted to take a second to invite you and your family to the 5th Annual Fall Festival at my church, Park Ridge Free Methodist Church, located at 10 Straub Road in Greece, New York, on September 21st from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. It is a free event that includes free food, bouncy houses, crafts, and much more. You can find more information at parkridgefmc.org or call the church at 585-227-0990. 
Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys, ESPN Rochester, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solution. I'm listening to that last ad as Pastor Shane is talking about. He had me at pizza and bouncy houses and all that good stuff. Hey, coming up later today, right here on ESPN Rochester, you can hear coverage of the 2014 Courage Bowl between St. John Fisher College and the College of Brockport. And joining us now on the Town & Country phone line is Jason Mangoni. He is the head coach for College at Brockport football team. Coach, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, perhaps I should say that uh, this is the currently undefeated and defending NJAC champion College at Brockport football team. That sounds a lot better, don't you think? That's a nice introduction. We like that a lot. Hey, let me ask you, how is it that you, the NJAC, the New Jersey Athletic Conference, how did you find yourself in there? Well, you know, it's a funny thing with, uh, with college football. You always want to have an affiliation with a conference, and we were independent through the 2003 season looking for a, a conference home, and we actually joined the ACFC, which is the Atlantic Coast Football Conference, which consisted of teams from Virginia. So that was for a few years, and then trying to make our make it. New Jersey wasn't that far away when you're talking about uh, Virginia, so... We got ourselves in there and then finally uh, you know, found a home in the Empire A starting this season, which we're ecstatic about. Later on today, you play in and actually host the 2014 Courage Bowl game. Can you share a little bit about what that means to you and to your team? Well, it means a lot because uh, you know, we had a chance to visit Camp Good Days back in the beginning of camp and had a chance to interact with all the young people that, uh, that, that Camp Good Days um, you know, obviously has partakes with them. So it, it means a lot. You get a chance to put some smiles on some kids' faces. We have four honorary coaches, four honorary uh, cheerleaders that will actually, uh, you know, came to our, our practice yesterday on Friday, and that will be out with us today on the field. And uh, just to see, you know, what what they go through on a daily basis and their families puts in perspective what what we do. You know, a bad day for us right now is is having an incomplete pass or a, a penalty, and it definitely puts in perspective to you know, educate our young men uh, on what really is important. You played at Brockport in the late 90s. I know you set some uh, records, passing records, completion percentage, efficiency rating. What about your playing days prepared you most for the head coach position? Well, I think it's uh, the time management aspect, you know, kind of the leadership role, the, uh, I guess, the, the guy driving the car, per se, you know, as a coach, um, you have only so much control. You're, you're kind of the, the guy in the passenger seat telling, telling the guys on the field how to, how to drive the car. And, you know, as a quarterback, it really got me prepared um, to coach just by going through the, uh, the dailies of, of preparing in terms of what we're going to see defensively and, and special teams-wise and all that kind of stuff. And, and then obviously having the, uh, the knowledge to know where to attack certain defenses and, and what stops certain offenses. So, I would say just the, the preparation, the leadership role, really prepared me for it, uh, the role as a head coach. You know, we see in the headlines the NFL is they're obviously dealing with some difficult character issues of late. When you're recruiting a player, what do you look for, and, and perhaps what do you discuss with recruits in regards to character and your expectations for playing at Brockport? Yeah, well, that, that's actually the biggest thing. You know, you, uh, you can evaluate all you want the talent through video, of a young man, but, but we want good people. And we talk about good people not only as players but as coaches. When we interview a, a brand-new coach, and, you know, when I took over this program two years ago, I, was, I had the, um, the luck to actually hire two guys. I hired good people first, and, and knowledge was second in my opinion. So 
Um, the same thing for athletes. You know, you get a chance to sit down with them for 15, 20 minutes in that initial meeting and, and kind of just get a feel for who they are and, and what they're about, what's important to them. Um, you know, if football is the first thing on the radar, then that's the question mark. Uh, we want high-character kids. You know, we, we, we investigate their coaches in terms of you know, what they feel their, their kids are about, and they're the ones that are with them day in and day out, and usually from, from freshman year to, uh, through their senior year. So um, it's important for us to have a high-character kid, and, and you know, high-character kids you don't got to worry about in terms of off-the-field issues, and, and we've been fortunate enough not to have any here, and, uh, you know, we have a, a great bunch of kids with us. I know we have a mutual friend in Gary Sauer and his work on campus there with Athletes in Action. In fact, we just read a promo uh, fundraiser Athletes in Action is having. Can you talk a little bit about how AIA has supported your team? Oh, I'll tell you, Gary has been a true blessing for our program. He has provided uh, so many things for us. He is, you know, I tell you, he, he looks out less for himself and, and more about everybody else. And um, no matter what it is that we need, whether it be a uh, preparation for a meal in camp or a Saturday morning for a home game or even an away game, he is willing to do uh, anything that he possibly can to help out our program and around to talk to the kids. And I, I know a lot of our young men have formed phenomenal relationships with him. And, you know, he takes care of a lot of the things that, you know, in terms of issues that, um, may be going on in their lives and off the field and have somebody to, uh, to lean on and talk to. So he's been a great role model for our guys. And, and uh, you know, Bob Ellis, who's one of our defensive line coach, who's also great friends with him, they do a, a Bible study on, on Thursdays or Fridays um, with the guys that, that want to go to it, and they have always have a great attendance. And it's been great for our program. He's Jason Mangoni, head coach of the college at Brockport. I want to thank you, Jason. I wish you well in the in the Courage Bowl. That comes from all of us in the studio except one. We got a we got a Fisher guy, Dan Borello's here with us, but uh, <laughs> the rest of us wish you well in the game later on today. I appreciate. It. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. Reminding you that you can join Gene Pataglia for all the action coming up later today, right here on ESPN Rochester. Coverage begins at six thirty with kickoff at seven. This is ESPN Rochester. 5.30, 5.30, coverage, 6 o'clock kickoff. Peter Montemurno also calling the action yeah, with Gene Battaglia. You, you Fisher on, guys are sharp. Yes, we are. You Fisher guys are sharp. Fisher's going to win this one. Oh, you waited till he got off the air. Of course I down. did. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Down and Country Pest Solutions on ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and Those Guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. Serving Rochester for over 25 years, Town & Country Pest Solutions team of knowledgeable professionals can make your pest problem a thing of the past. Alligators, ants, bedbugs, snakes, yellow jackets, Town & Country Pest Solutions does it all. Take back your home and put your mind at ease. Call Town & Country today at 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing. 
nothing but God. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. McAfee's Remodel is a full-service home remodeling company locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows for interior and exterior remodels. No one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070, 585-402-1070, or visit them at www.mcafeeremodeling.com. Hi, it's Benson. I hope you enjoy the program. We've set out to bring you a different kind of sports talk show. We want to be entertaining, but we also have a message to share, and that's the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that God is glorified through the show's mixing of sports, humor, and faith. And our goal is that the program appeals to everyone, not just faith-based audiences. After all, it's not a faith program with sports, it's a sports program with faith. But the costs are considerable, I'm afraid. Advertisers are certainly a helpful blessing, But we're primarily a listener-supported program, and in order to continue what we're doing, we need your help. Perhaps you could consider giving a financial gift. You can go to our website, btgprogram.com, and make a one-time donation or even become a recurring supporter. And to show our appreciation, with every gift of $25 or more, we'll send you a T-shirt to say thank you. On behalf of those guys, I want you to know that we covet your prayers and appreciate your support. Thanks again for listening to Benson and those guys. Pastor Shane here, one of those guys. I wanted to take a second to invite you and your family to the 5th Annual Fall Festival at my church, Park Ridge Free Methodist Church, located at 10 Straub Road in Greece, New York, on September 21st from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. It is a free event that includes free food, bouncy houses, crafts, and much more. You can find more information at parkridgefmc.org or call the church at 585-227-0990. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions. I'm Darren, and uh, it's that time of the show for my unreasonable rant, and uh, I'm just going to get into it. Nike deserves a pat on the back and the highest of praises for cutting ties with Ray Rice and removing Adrian Peterson jerseys from the shelves. What a predictably wonderful response. Now, maybe you could take all the money your company made off Rice and Peterson and give it to a battered women's shelter or some abused children. That would actually impress me. It would make me think you really do care about the despicable acts committed by these men and not just your public image. I don't think that's asking too much. I bet you've saved a ton of money having 12-year-old kids make these jerseys in a Chinese sweatshop anyways. You can afford it. I'm sure of it. But what do I know? I'm just an unreasonable idiot who's tired of listening to blowhards talk about how appalled they are when we all know that's all they're going to do. Talk. No action is going to be taken, and football will continue on like it always does every Sunday. With sponsors, radio hosts, and TV personalities all making money off the very guys they're pretending to want to be distanced from. Benson and those guys brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solution. My pest of the week, guys, is Jerome Simpson, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. If they don't have headaches enough, has been arraigned. Uh, misdemeanor charges of marijuana possession, driving with an open bottle, and violating limited license restrictions 
after he was pulled over. This after he was already serving three-game suspension at the start of the season after he was arrested for drunken driving last November. Some people just don't get it. Jerome Simpson, my pest of the week. Jeez. All right, my pest of the week is the New York Yankees for sending one of the greatest players to ever wear the pinstripes out with you know such a horrific team. Derek Jeter deserved better. He gave the Yankees 20 years. He played hard every day, and Cashman and company couldn't put a playoff team on the field. And they did the same thing to Mariano Rivera last year. Kind of makes me sick. You know, you're the New York Yankees. Make the playoffs be better. I have a dual pest of the week. It's Deshaun Jackson and A.J. Green. They're the two starting wide receivers on my most expensive fantasy team. They managed to both get hurt at the same time on the same Sunday. Both their teams won without them, while my fantasy team got crushed by Aaron Rodgers. My pest of the week is Michael Vick for his comments on Roger Goodell and not so much on his comments of saying that uh, Goodell deserves a second chance, but his comments saying that Roger Goodell is in fact doing a very good job. My pest of the week is Jose Canseco. He came on the press box this week and talked on a cell phone <laughs> like uh, like uh, he wouldn't get off his uh, Bluetooth, and it was a very tough interview with a guy who's basically like brought down Major League Baseball in so many different ways. He's my pest of the week, Jose Canseco. He was calling from Shane's flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Benson and those guys. I want to remind you to get out to Pizzeria Uno at some point between September 21st and Thursday, September 25th, or maybe go out each of those nights. Support athletes in action, as you heard Jason Mangoni from the College of Brockport talk about the support they give him. Just go to our site, btgprogram.com, print out that flyer, and get yourself in to Pizzeria Uno. Thanks, guys, for joining me this week. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions on ESPN Rochester.